0: Hey friends, this is the Johnster Monster with episode 3 of Shadow and Flame of Magic. And today, in remembrance of Carlos Pacheco, we are going to review issue 95 of Excalibur. So if you will stick with me, let's enjoy the comic. Burr, bur, bur, These are the days of future past. These are the days of future past. Rachel sends Kate Pride back in time to prevent the future. The days of future past. So issue 95 came out in the March of 1996. Um, The side comic is, or ad, is uh, for Black Sheep with Chris Farley and David Spade. So we are... 1996 is a while ago. And this cover... ...proclaims that X-Men is joining... ...or guest starring... Um, ...in Excalibur. And it also says, we hope you survived the experience. Which is a very famous... ...X-Men line. And X-Men, we used to see... Uh, ...his hand... As we see Nightcrawler, Colossus, ugh, and Kitty approaching him, everyone's powers are at the ready. Which I guess is mostly just saying Nightcrawler's bamfing and X-Men's hands are electric. And reviewing this, as this is um, Pacheco's, uh, Pacheco's first official beginning of his run on the title he did a guest spot on issue 90 with various other artists and now in 95 he's getting his chance to um you know lead the book and we're getting i believe it's mariah Rez, mctaggart's description of The title to try to get everyone caught up Most likely to get um, X-Men fans caught up with what Excalibur's doing if they're following their boy Nate Who I don't really have much history with besides when he Showed up in A Spiderman comic once and You know Was pretty much self-contained To his own little title besides Various guest appearances I remember when uh, He was being haunted by Maddie Pryor's Ghost And and yeah, that title was pretty nice after that guest appearance. I know it was around 225 or Amazing 425, where Spider Man fights Electro and X Men shows up to help with that. So we get the uh, caption that these are the stories of the international X group named for the mystic blade that legend says united a people, Excalibur. And then Mariah is explaining who all the people are, or who the current teammates are. Uh, they're based on an island, a mere Island in Scotland, owned by Dr. M- no, Mariah McTaggart, led by the German teleporter Kurt Ragnar, seen here with his lover, the musician Amanda Sefton, wearing her pretty cool yellow suit with black boots and gloves. Uh, kitty pride who grew up as an american x-man and pete wisdom who recently grew out of being a british serviceman and they're currently dating in the moment which i sort of like this and it sort of ages uh kitty up from starting this title at 15 to maybe now being 19 maybe maybe pushing 20 but i know at the time people are like she's too young for him because he's probably like 30 but at this point, she's saved the world countless times over. Uh, also on the title, Rain Sinclair, the young Scots werewoman. Peter Rasputin, the troubled Russian X-Man. The haunted doctor, Rory Campbell, who's, I guess now I'm thinking about it, is very related to Days of Future Past, but we haven't figured that part out yet. Doug Locke, the ghost of a dead boy, cast in Wires. Which we will find out much later. is not Doug stuck in Warlock's body. But just Warlock processing some things. The physicist and retired superhero Brian Braddock. And the elemental Megan. And so previously. Uh, we get a whole page explaining X-Men Age of Apocalypse. Because this is issue 95. but And it's nine issues after Excalibur 86. Which was the issue of Excalibur before Age of Apocalypse kicked in and took over for four months five months or so and so X-Men's here he's uh the Age of Apocalypse's version of Apocalypse or not Apocalypse but of Cable uh and he's just now he escaped Age of Apocalypse with a select number of other people and now he is here and uh Right before this issue would have been x Men, Or, I'm sorry, X-Man 12... Where he confronted Xavier... And... They had a quick fight... And now he's here to learn more about himself... From Mariah McTaggart... And he learned... From doing a courtesy... No, I'm sorry... He's learned... That Mariah learned... That... He's designed to die before the age of 21... And he's probably like 19, I imagine but he reads her mind saying that she's hoping he dies before the age of 21 so you know he's young and brash and just taking things on like he shouldn't as a young man does thinking he's invincible and then we're hearing that he's not and at night uh kitty and or wisdom and pride like um their soon-to-be miniseries. I think it comes out before, after this, I believe. And they're just walking around. In the previous issue, Colossus had fought. Yeah, he's come to the island, because I think he's just now coming out of a temporal insanity, as Kitty tries to explain to Wisdom. And and he really beat into Wisdom quite a bit. And She's saying it, you know, it was more like he was... Slapping him really hard instead of punching him to kill him, but I'm sure Wisdom's ribs don't don't feel like they they were just slapped hard, but were punched deeply. And meanwhile, the the iron starts quaking, and we cut to Kurt and Peter, which I <laughs> don't know why I try to pronounce it that way. And Colossus is bemoaning the fact that no one's liking him. Kurt's trying to be a good friend, but also at the same time, like, yeah, maybe you don't just punch people in the face. As soon as you see them. So Kurt's trying to be just a just a friend, but at the same time recognizing his friend's a complete idiot. And he's Colossus, so, you know, he is a complete idiot. And so besides Katie and Rain talking to him, Dr uh Rory is talking to him and Kurt's the saying because they're going to be therapy for each other. And how Rory just lost half his leg. And so he's being set up for being uh Ahab of the days of future pass. But Rachel's no longer in the title, right? Cuz she left in 75 or so. Uh Peter's not a big fan of wisdom. And Kurt's like, "Well, he takes a while to get used to." And the teams is going through things, and then we get to the title page, which is called "Amplified Heart," and it's a Stanley presentation. The writer is Warren Ellis, so we got to deal with that. Um, is pleased to announce that Chris Pacello, pencil artist, and Bob Wycheck, ink artist, join him as the Scalpers Credit team. And you might remember Bob Wycheck as. Being legendary, Paul Smith's inker, so pretty great to have that. Um, that Bob and Kitty are still on the team, or you know, are working together. And it's also oh, and oh, and Joe Rossell says colors, Mario Hughes color seps Richard Starkings and Comic Craft for lettering, Suzanne Gaffney's the editor, and Bob Harris, our fearless leader, are still here too. So, X-Men is tearing up the place. He is mad at Mariah. And she's all like, I'm going to die. Because you got to read her dialogue aloud. Colossus is coming. Kitty and Wisdom are together. They're still holding hands, which is super cute. As uh, This time, they're holding hands so she can phase him to the epicenter of the attack. Uh, Brian's woken up as he was just getting to sleep. It, It was an early night. Megan's here. With him of course. And uh, Nate's proudly screaming about how he just beat Xavier. Now he's ready to. So now he's thinking Xavier and Maria are trying to kill him in revenge. And I guess this is supposed to be life number four for her. Or no I guess life number one. Uh, East Coast Comics has their full catalog of comics if you wanted to buy them. Um, you could buy... No, they do it weirdly where they... I guess they price everything by price. But then it's by the issue numbers. So you can buy Days of Future Past for $22. And let's see here. Can I find 129 easily? easily? Not the best way to do it. Okay, it took old dad way too long to realize that 129 is not on here. But one thirty's on here for sixteen dollars, so there's that, so you cannot buy one twenty nine at this point through East Coast comics, and so Moret is still saying, "I'm no dead, yeah, oh, well, then, oh man, I have a horrible Scottish impression, so maybe I should not read it, but she's telling she's daring Nate to read his mind, um Rory. Is losing his mind. Trying to just chant to himself that Mutant's gone bad. Don't go near him. Mutant's gone bad. Don't go near him. Rain's inching her way there. I guess there's a character here. Called um, Spore. Who I don't recognize. But he's. Looks like Beast Man, But with less fur from He-Man. And. Of course Nate read. Spore's mind. But. No, I'm sorry. He just took Spore at his word that Mariah and the Mirror Island team is, are horrible people. And now he's reading his mind like, oh, you're the bad guy. What was I doing listening to you? And so everyone's trying to say like, hey, if we want to verify Mariah's story, just read our minds now. But because the whole team's coming at him, he like... Like, Kurt comes at him, uh, he, he decides a sharp blast, like, side-blasting at Kitty, which somehow she's able to phase a side-blast, and so it goes through her instinctively and hits Wisdom from behind, so he's having a bad day, he's like, not me bloody ribs again, oof, my British accent's as bad as my Scottish accent, Meyer finally just yells like, stop it. And I, I should give points to uh Kitty's costume right now is the traditional yellow with blue um pants and sleeves, but with the power uh shoulder pads. That's pretty fun to see Pacheco's uh rendition of that. So Nate reads Mariah's mine. Um, he sees that she's lost her son, who was a super um, pocheus who was a meeting a young mutant who powers went out of control, and so you know, which now I think of it Colossus killed him, and I wonder if that's awkward for Mariah every day to see Colossus just standing around like, oh yeah, uh, and then he gets a memory of Xavier and her dating. Uh, there's a ad for who is this American Entertainment Comics but it's cool they used Spider-Boy from the Amalgam Comics um, where, which was the uh, combination of Spider-Man and Spider-Boy no I'm sorry Spider-Boy combination of Spider-Man and Superboy. because they were both clones at the time and so it's here so now everyone's back to saying like you know just read our minds too And Mariah's just like, you know, Nate's young and no one's ever caught him on his attitude before. But so he needs to just take a moment and get all the information before besides just blindly attacking. And so they finally talk. She's explaining more about her son. Spider-Man and Chef Baraki were working together. Do some web designs. So now Nate's just embarrassed. There's a full page ad for X Force monthly from Xavier School of Hard Knocks. Which which, is this during their row days, maybe? And so Dr. Rory's like, read my mind too. And Nate's finally like, oh, fine. I'm done. And so he finally does. He reads everyone's mind and goes like, all right, you guys are cool. And so he just leaves the item. So we were just treated to Nate Gray. And if you wanted to, you can pick up issue 13. But who would want to? Uh, Sword Strokes has some letters from a John Smith. A Doug Tennant. Bobby Johnson. Oh, man, they got three pages of letters. How oh, great. Uh, I have a letter in a Deadpool comic. I think issue 65. So that's pretty fun. All these people got their letters. Next issue. Nightcrawler and Megan get caught in a deadly mid-air dogfight. While the villainous Montjoy hooks up with London's Hellfire Club. And Subobi Shaw turns to Brian Braddock for help. Be there or be sorry. Now we get a fun uh, b- Marvel bullpen. We're uncanny X-Men's turning 3:30. Psylocke's life hangs in the balance as Wolverine, Archangel, and Doctor Strange descend into Mystic Underworld to receive a pint of the life-giving Crimson Dawn from the Ebon Views Master, the Evil Tar, by Scott Lobdell and Joe Mad. Um, Let's see here, x Man 13 could love be in the air for young Nate, perhaps, but first he's going to have to survive and encounter Sinister's clone marauders, if he's going to get the help from the beautiful Thernody, I think is how you pronounce it, I never really had to pronounce it before, by John Ostrander and Luke Ross, who now I recognize John Ostrander as like a great Martian Manhunter uh, writer. Excalibur 95, it had to happen sometime the X-Man comes to Mara Iron and meets Excalibur, but is he there as a friend or foe by Warren Ellis and Carlos Pacheco? X-Men turning 50, why, why have Wolverine, and Cyclops, Storm, and Iceman been transported to a strange landscape? For what mysterious purpose? Was it really Onslaught who brought them there? Find out the answer to these questions as many new ones are raised in this double-sized extreme. Transits Celebrating X-Men's 50th Issue by Scott Lobdell and Andy Kerber. Scott Lobdell, who has an infamously poorly received uh, line on Excalibur, years later has gotten a little bit better. He's not as problematic as he will be soon. Storm has a mini series, 2 of 4. And there's a Professor X and the X-Men series that's at issue 5. And uh, the back cover ad is for USA's Saturday night lineup of the Weird Science and Campus Cops, which I remember Weird Science being a fun show, but Campus Cops escapes me. I wonder if that's before or after uh, Duckman. And back cover is the Hellraiser Bloodline, coming soon from Dimension Films. This year, the past, the present, and the future will all meet at the crossroads of hell. I've never seen any Hellraiser uh, movies, but my sister's a fan of them, if I remember correctly. And so that was Excalibur issue 95. Thank you so much for listening to the comic as I described it to you. Might need to figure out if I'm just going to read comics or am I going to try to get some in-depth commentary or not, but I feel like... I, I, I gave some opinions as we came, but I appreciate uh, you sticking with me as I try to figure out the format of this show. Um, So my plan is to next review some Black Panther comics of ours, or of <laughs> our, um, of my collection, as we hopefully see Black Panther this upcoming weekend. But if not, at least we... Re- have a good excuse to revisit some. I think I have like five or six issues of Black Panther. I guess we will figure it out together. And then I still want to get to Uncanny X-Men 129. And do the first appearance of Kitty Pride. But you know I'm trying to stay timely. For what things going on. Uh, Carlos Pacheco was a great artist. He was amazing on um, Avengers Forever. Which I think might be the first time I really recognize. Like oh he's an amazing artist. And then being reminded, like, oh, no, he had an amazing run on Excalibur, and and Excalibur's, let's see, issue 95, so they're 30 issues away from any of the title, and how fun that was. Um, because, we sort of lose Excalibur somewhere around, at one point, like, like, Claremont leaves, and it sort of flounders as it finds a new voice and new cast, and but like chores, like the last ten issues or so, like it really ends well. I want to say Warren Ellis maybe ends the book. I want to say so, right? We'll figure it out at one point. Um, so if you would like to follow me on Twitter and on Face or not, not Facebook, but Twitter, well you can. It'd be just John Klein the finds the one in Montana. Uh, but on Twitter and on YouTube, I'm Jackal S I I I. So it's jacko's I I. And um I also made a Twitter account for the blog, which is S N F W M because it can't do uh, the and symbol, so now it just looks like San F W M. But I don't know if I can learn how to pronounce that in a fun way. That'd be fun. But yeah, shadow and flame with magic. So, S-N-F-W-M. Great. Great name for a website. Great name for a blog. So, you ever want to go to ShadowandFlame.com? Ugh, shadowandflame com. I'll get... I will I might have to write down the, the the closing line so I can just say it nicely. But as I fumble it, and come off very folksy, hopefully, thank you so much for listening. And if you will give... Five stars and a friendly review. I would appreciate it. All right, everyone. Until next time. Bye.